It's time for the percolator. 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 You are listening to the Morning Perks podcast with me, your host, Bill Clements. Join us as we hear from some of the industry's biggest management and supplier leaders with insights into trends, best practices, and how to get the most out of your GCAA membership. Welcome to Morning Perks. Let's go. The goals and initiatives of the association are amplified and elevated by the support we receive from our annual sponsors. One of those sponsors for 2024 is Brownlee, Whitlow & Prate, a full-service property solutions law firm. They have decades of experience providing representation of property managers and multifamily owners in day-to-day operational issues involving fair housing, real estate commission, consumer complaints, litigation, transactional services, as well as counseling and training. Brownlee, Whitlow & Prate currently covers North and South Carolina and Georgia. You can find out more at bwpf-law.com. Good morning and welcome to the first Morning Perks podcast of the new year. I'm your host, Bill Clements, and this morning we have all of the power that the GCAA has. Like literally all of the power is centralized into the two people that we have on this interview. It's John DiMario, your 2023 GCAA president, and Gabriel Balknight, your 2024 president. So literally it's all the power. How are y'all? Happy New Year, everybody. I gave my power away, and it's been life-changing. Yeah, uh, I literally got a text at midnight on New Year's Eve, like, congratulations. It's 100% <laughs> true. Midnight gavel on New Year's Eve. That's yep. right. All right, real quick, just to give the listeners an update, I, I just want to run through the formalities. John DeMario, yeah. Vice President, RKW Residential, and Gabrielle is the HR business partner and learning and development lead for HH Hunt. I mean, how do you guys feel? Like, how, how do you feel about the changing of the guard? I'm ready. Let's do it. I, I think it's going to be good. I mean, <clears throat> having worked with GB for a couple of years now, I'm, I'm really excited to see what she's going to be able to put together for the membership here in 2024. I will tell you, and there's nothing wrong with this. You know, if this is the way you operate, John is not the, it's already December. And I'm going to um, lame duck it on out of here. I mean, you loved being president up until the very last minute. I mean, we talked about it at Bravo a little bit. You really enjoyed your time. I did. It, uh, it was fun and it was challenging. I think we got a lot of things accomplished and were able to, to push the membership and the association forward a little bit in some ways that maybe we just were slow to get to. Uh, but I really enjoyed having the job, but I'm excited. I'm excited for GB. I think she's going to she's going to do big things. I mean, what do you guys think? What do you think about Bravo? Let's talk about Bravo for just a second. Wasn't it huge? It was it was huge. It was a magical night. It, really it was. was great seeing everybody there. It was the first time that I had my husband with me at a GCA event and he told me later he's like, "You know, I wasn't really sure what to expect." But he's like, I was blown away. Just the the inclusivity and the diversity um, of the crowd and, and everybody was all in that night. Um, he was really impressed. And it really was a great, great event. 
Well, and I know he knows the business. I mean, he's around you, but I do think for a spouse or for somebody not in the industry and you hear about it and you live with it or whatever, but when you, if you were to come to Bravo, I do think it blows your mind at how expansive the industry is. Yeah, it's the the biggest, smallest industry I think we'll ever work in. (laughs) I agree. For both of you, what was the one thing that stuck out in your mind about the night of Bravo that just, it just lingers for you? Uh, I think Brandy winning the Lex Marsh was fantastic and well-deserved. And to see the surprise on her face and kind of watch her realize what was happening uh, was a lot of fun. That was great. And that was one of the observations to my husband made. He's like, seeing the mature generation, we won't say older, the mature generation and the younger generation and kind of the older generation in the industry kind of reaching back and pulling up and and pulling forward um, the new generation and the the upcoming folks in the industry was really refreshing. Um, and that was something that stuck out to him. I think for me, seeing Mike Fox win Instructor of the Year, I was really excited to see someone from our maintenance side of the industry win yeah. that award. That was awesome. Between Mike and you, Bill, I don't know if you guys have any other awards to win. (laughs) There's got to be something. Can we give me something so that I can win again? (laughs) I love John being president. GB, I love you being president. I love it when when the ladies are the president of the association because we've talked about this. I mean, it is a a female-dominated industry. So you're sort of taking the mantle on for the year for your side of the table. And I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No pressure coming on behind John. (laughs) Those are some big shoes to fill because John did an absolutely fantastic job, Um, especially navigating the the whole clerk of courts situation and trying to get evictions um, caught up and and just tackling that whole piece, uh, which I know is huge for our membership and for our industries. John is definitely the great person and, and he'll continue to lead that effort going forward into 2024. So I'm really excited about that too. I said something to John about that. We had this conversation, you know, when you're president, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what your, your year is going to be. I mean, it could, yeah. you could coast, it could be easy. You could get COVID, you know, you could have the, the eviction process that needs to be tackled like John did. So you never know what you're going to get and you just hope you're a president will rise to the occasion. Typically, they always do. But yeah, I mean, John, I feel like you had a fantastic year. I feel like you leaned into it and you got a lot of stuff done. We got a lot of things done. I was really happy. You know, I came in to January last year speaking with Kim about three goals that I really wanted to get taken care of, which was uh, making sure GCAA met its fair share, getting the staff fully employed, and getting an app rolled out. And we did all those three things and also was able to have a crazy Giving Tuesday event and kind of took on the the eviction process with a lot of help from some of our uh, legal partners and really were able to take on some extra challenges because the, the GCAA staff is so pliable and open and willing to kind of jump in on whatever ideas or things that we think we need to attack. So I'm I'm pretty satisfied with the 12 months we just had. Well, and before we make the turn to GB and talk about 2024, I just I do want to reiterate two things. We do have an app for the GCAA. 
And yes. it's so simple to download. I don't know why everybody listening hasn't already done it. And if they haven't, they should. You know, we have the app and that's going to make, you know, the next several years, the future of the association so much more accessible to everyone and much more efficient. And one more time on Giving Tuesday, John, I think you had a goal of around $10,000 maybe. Yep. And, yep, and you yep. crushed that with $31,000 raised over a course of a crazy couple of hours. So that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That, was, uh, that was one of those extras that we just wanted to see what would happen. And it, it far exceeded my expectations there. The membership has come through ridiculously well for that. If I thought there was some pressure trying to do it the first time, I feel more pressure now trying to follow it up, even though it's 11 months away. Uh, but we've got to get, you know, crazier and goofier and more fun and try more stuff because I, I feel like it was well received and it was definitely uh, well funded. And I Bill, you and I had talked about if we did this right the first time, this is something that we can just put on the calendar and do now. And that's that's yeah. really what I'm my hope for is with that is that we we have a fun something and that we get ourselves involved in ways that we have it in the past in terms of dollars and donations and really activating the membership to be charitable. And I'm really looking forward to starting the plan on that here in a couple months. Me too. I think it's going to be fantastic. Bigger and givier than 2020. Yes. So all, all of our listeners out there, you guys start thinking about what you're going to do, what crazy wacky things you're going to show up and do for Giving Tuesday this year. <laughs> I, and I'll tell you, we're we're obviously a lot of months away, but the one thing I, I have in my mind is I would love to run a quick version of the dating game with some <laughs> eligible bachelor or bachelorette and three people that they can ask questions to and, and do that. I don't think we're going to be able to pull a wedding off every year. Uh, but I do think we could probably have a real fun dating game. I think that would be probably pretty fun. But we're we're yeah. going to be open for ideas on that one. Absolutely, That's fantastic. All right, GB, we yes, we sir. turn the corner, Madam President. Yeah. Will you share your hopes and dreams for 2024? Or are they secret? No, I can absolutely share those. So we've got an exciting thing that will be coming. I don't want to give too many too much away, but. Um, we are looking at a new look for the GCAA in 2024. So I'm really excited about that. Bill, I know I've I've challenged you as the the chair for the membership committee. I think we're sitting at the 21st largest association in the NAA network right now. I would love to break into the the top 20. And I think you've already committed to getting us up to 19, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yes, ma'am. I've committed to 19. Make or break. We're going to get you there. Yes. Awesome. Just looking forward to, to growing the association, continuing to provide the great learning opportunities and networking opportunities that we have for our membership and, and really getting them involved. Anything that you, you want to change in how we function as an association? Well, I know that we met, we had our, our strategic planning meeting back in November, and I think we've got some really good ideas on the table. We've talked about a couple of exciting things. Don't want to let the cat out of the bag too early. Once we kind of dive into that, I know him and I are going to sit down and, and look through the notes from that meeting 
and see what we want to focus on. There's one th- item in particular that I'm really excited about, and I'll save that for a later podcast, but hopefully we'll be able to, to roll out some of those ideas and really create a, a good strategy for the, the GCAA going forward for the next few years and have something great to hand off to, to Jay for 2025. This association does a really great job for its members. I mean, a lot of industries have an association or associations that are tied to them. I think the membership of the GCAA are in a very special spot with the staff that we have on hand and the leadership that we have available to them and the opportunities and the events that we put out for them. I I mean, I think it's just a phenomenal association that's running at a really good clip right now. Yeah, I think there's a little something for everyone, for sure. Yeah, huge shout out to our GCAA team. Um, They are absolutely amazing. I feel like we've got a really good, solid team now. I know John mentioned that was one of his goals. So I'd I'd like to um, see that team grow and just continue to excel and give them opportunities to learn more through different industry events and, and development opportunities as well. They're a great team. You are a fantastic leader, and the people are going to figure that out real quickly. But I like to bring things around a little bit to the weird. So, not you, you share... Bill. Come on. Oh, yeah. You know that I'm good for that. Can you share a little known fact about you or something that the people might not know that they need to know? Oh, man. Um, I think most people know now that my husband and I are beekeepers. I'm a little bit of an adrenaline junkie. I love jumping out of perfectly good airplanes. Let me ask you this about the beekeeping. Do do you get stung? Is that part of the deal? Oh, my God, all the time. What? <laughs> yes. Yeah, like every time we go in the hives. But the honey's worth it. So <laughs> that's I mean, usually when they get really mad is when you're trying to steal their honey. I mean, do you get like three stings or like a lot of stings at one time? I would say probably the most I've had at any given time that we've gotten into the hives was like five. What? Yeah. Is that a medical problem? Luckily, no. I do swell up quite a bit, but I haven't had, I haven't gone into anaphylactic shock yet. So knock on wood, that doesn't happen. Do you get used to it? Do you build up a tolerance to that pain? That in the venom, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a bee doesn't want to sting you. A honeybee will lose its stinger and die. So you don't, we don't want that to happen. They don't want to sting you. So you've got to, they're pretty docile. You have to make them pretty mad for them to sting you. John, do you agree with this? Uh, I'm going to plead ignorant. I have no idea about bees except that I like honey. So if she says it's true, I believe it. But I mean, are you down for five stings to get some honey? I'm not down for one. I I have grocery stores in my neighborhood. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I think. And where do you think that honey comes from? I don't. I mean, the same place that my Cheerios comes from. I don't know. <laughs> um, tell us about what your husband built for you for Christmas. Oh, my goodness. So we did a trip to Italy last fall and brought back some wine and some wine boxes And we just put a new porch on the back of the house and he is working on a table. We're almost done with it, but he built me a table using the box, the wine box tops. So we fit those together like a a puzzle on the top and he 
we got wood from a really cool reclamation, a reclaimed wood place up in Taylor's, South Carolina. So it's like old barn siding in the barn wood for the legs and everything. So it's a very rustic looking table. But yeah, it's got a lot of our favorite wineries on the on the top. I've seen the pictures on Facebook. That that looks like I mean, that's an expensive looking table. That thing is fancy. It looks beautiful. It's heavy. <laughs> it's really heavy. Thank God the porch is stout. <laughs> it looks it looks big and heavy. It the is. Thing, the thing that intimidates me about you is that, you know, we're on this podcast and you you and your husband have a podcast. You do one. We do. Yeah. Walking I mean, on do the you wild t- side. I mean, do you sit around going, listen to that guy? He sucks. That's terrible. <laughs> Not at all. You do a great job. In fact, the one that we did at the end of the year, something happened and the card was bad and didn't record. Yeah. So you never know what's going to happen. So we've got to redo that one. But yeah, and my uh, spring Make-A-Wish hike season's getting ready to start in another month. So I'll be hitting the trails again soon, too. If anybody wants to go on a hike, come join me. Is there, Are there different distances? Or, I mean, how, how, do, I love, how do you, what's the function? I love that GB says go on a hike, like we're going to go for a snappy little jaunt for for, for an hour or so. Right, because I don't think that's what she's talking about. Yeah, no, no. No, not usually. Not usually. The the Trailblaze challenges with Make-A-Wish are um, 20 plus. The ones in the spring are like 20 to 24 miles. The fall, each one of those are 28.3. We start out lower. We start out with about two to four miles and work our way up to that. So it's okay. We we can go for a couple hours and, and log a few miles. So is there a difference in, like, I know you can do both, but do you focus on distance or do you focus on elevation? So the spring hikes are a little bit different. The spring hikes are on the the Palmetto Trail and we do a mountain, a midland and a low country. So obviously as you go lower in the state, it's flatter. The ones in the fall, which is our original Trailblaze Challenge is on the Foothills Trail in the upstate. Those have definitely got quite a bit of elevation. I think 3.0 is like, 5,000 foot elevation gain. Yeah. Uh, so you you got to train. You can't just go out and hike 20 plus miles. Um, so it's, it's a combination. It's definitely an endurance event. A lot of people are afraid to sign up and they're like, oh, I'll never be able to do that. But we've got incredible coordinators for that program. And they put together a great training program. And with the support of all the trailblazers, Um, And those of us that are on the support team, people can do a lot more than they give themselves credit for. I think that's exactly right. I do think, I mean, you've got to be fit to a degree, right? But I do think it's your mind. If you can get your mind where you can lean into what your body can do, you can accomplish a lot. Absolutely. And I think, too, our purpose for being out there, you know, these kids and their families who don't get to be kids because they're fighting these these life-threatening diseases. You know, I'd much rather get up at five o'clock in the morning and go hike 20 miles than I would go to a hospital or a doctor's office and get stuck with needles and go through testing all day. I mean, the things that these kids go through are just heartbreaking. And to be able to raise money to make their one true wish come true is it's worth every step. And that's yeah, why totally. we're out there. Ultimately, that's why we're out there. 
I just had a, a young man uh, that I worked with recently that got his wish to be a Marine for, he said for a day, but he got three days in the low country at the air station and at Paris Island. And boy, I tell you, those Marines gave him an a incredible wish. It Did was, he love it? Oh, he absolutely loved it. I think it's sweet. I mean, there's nothing, there's just nothing more mind crushing than children in pain. And I, I just think it's, I think it's very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the cases are just heartbreaking, but it's at the same time, so rewarding to, to see them get their wish and that, that hope and that light uh, in an otherwise dark time is, is amazing. So if anybody agree. is interested in hiking 20 plus miles with me, come on out. John and I are in. I keep trying to get Stop John borrowing. Kelly in there, but I, I don't know. I didn't know that about me. I, uh, <laughs> I'm surprised to hear that about myself. You, you're a hiker. You're a hiker, John. <laughs> come on, John. We'll say. To close out this morning, John and I have a little surprise for you, but John doesn't know about it. So really, it's just a little surprise that I'm going to rope John into and rope you into, which is let's talk music for one second. Oh, John's definitely your guy on that. I love music, but John takes it to a whole new level. I mean, do you have a favorite, though? If, If we put you on a mountaintop and you can't come back and you get a music player and you get one piece of music, you get one like album from an artist. Who do you pick? What do you take with you? Hands down, Jimmy Buffett. Wow. That was hard losing him that last year. You know, I'm I'm not one of these folks that get all tied up in artists and and you know that kind of stuff. I, I don't think there's anybody else that would affect me the way that he did, but man, that one just hit me hard. Yeah. He was he, you know, is one of your childhood heroes, it's somebody that you grow up with, go to his concerts every summer, and you just think he's always going to be there. Yeah. And and then he's gone. It's just, it just, summers will never be the same. <laughs> you can say whatever you want about Jimmy Buffett or you about anybody, but I mean, Jimmy Buffett singularly built this thing where he would just have a body of music and entertain people and let them have a lifestyle and a good time. I mean, he's, he's literally a one of a kind deal. Yeah. Yeah. Thousand percent. He created a state of mind. It really did. And he's happy because, you know, he knows that he can't be here forever. And he knows that thing that he built. I mean, it's built to go on forever and ever and ever. Those people will carry it with them. Oh, yeah. Once a parrot head, always a parrot head. <laughs> and he's got new music coming out, right? I think. It came, his, his last album came out at the beginning of November, like November 3rd or 4th. Have you listened uh, to it? Is it good stuff? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Equal strain on all parts. And his song That's Bubbles Up, one. I can finally listen to Bubbles Up without tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buffett was a good dude. I mean, he built a thing that nobody else can replicate. Nobody's even yeah. come close to. So let's close out like this. Last thoughts. GB, go first. What's your last thought on what you want to say about 2024? 2024 is going to be an exciting year and I'm looking forward to it. Would love to hear from some of our members. I'm happy to to share my contact information and and hear from you guys, but just looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting. I think we got lots of opportunity and lots of work to get done, so I'm ready to roll up my sleeves and do it. John, uh it has been an honor to serve this membership and I am thankful for the opportunity. I hope that what we've done in 2023 is satisfactory because I feel 
really good about what we've been able to do these past 12 months and just thankful for the opportunity. I'll just say this, that app is going to change the trajectory of how we communicate with each other. And I just hope that everybody embraces it and downloads it. And for the people that think the association is clicky and you can't get in, it's just, it could not be further from the truth. Everybody is welcome. Everybody is needed. It's the only way the machine moves forward from, you know, year to year and generation to generation. So I I hope if you're listening that you get involved this year. GB, we're so excited for your presidency in 2024. John, we're so grateful for everything that you brought for 2023. I know you'll be around as immediate past president. Here's to 2024. And thank you so much for being on Morning Perks. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bill. Happy New Year to you. As we step into 2024, we want to give a shout out and spotlight to one of our brand new 2024 GCAA annual executive sponsors, Southern Outdoor Restoration. Southern Outdoor Restoration is a one-stop shop for properties' exterior cleaning and maintenance, from pressure washing and window cleaning to downspout jetting and gutter cleaning. Let Southern Outdoor Restoration help develop a plan to ensure your exterior cleaning needs are met on time every year with the highest attention to detail. Find out more at southernrestoration.com. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Morning Perks. Our podcast airs every other Wednesday at 7 a.m. Keep up with all things GCAA by following our Facebook and Instagram pages. You can also refer to our website at greatercaa.org for more information regarding registering for upcoming events, sponsorships, and educational opportunities. Thanks for listening and have a fantastic day. It's time for a percolator. It's time for a percolator.